Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, this warm summer day, it is June. It's hot. (laughs) You're having some issues at home? Yes, naturally, you know, living in the south, and it's June, so it's a million degrees out, and my AC is broken. Oh, goodness gracious. It's a million degrees out, I guess. So I went, I escaped this weekend to go to the mountains to get some cooler air. Yeah. But I'm back now. Nice. We uh, might have a a little cameo because one of my (laughs) cats is like all up over here and I can hear some purring. (laughs) Yeah, if you hear some purring, it's not me. It's Dr. Niles Crane right over here. (laughs) I like whenever they like get especially him whenever he starts purring like I don't ever want to like push him away because he's the more standoffish of the two hi mm-hmm. but so we'll yeah. have a little lovey daddy lovey dovey buddy yeah it'll I'm sure it'll <laughs> make for this even more exciting conversation a special, a special guest <laughs> yeah a special guest Niles um I don't know where the hell my other cat is I can only take care of so much at once you know I'm sure he's fine he's around yeah well, so welcome back to well, your home, and I'm, I'm home, home from my and trips. And you can welcome, I'm welcoming you back to the yeah. States. Thank you. Can't believe it. After uh, your trip to the Riviera. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I went to the Cannes Film Festival for a couple days. Um, I was there until, I was in, I was gone for like a week uh, I did three official days of the festival um, as part of a program that was started last year called Three Days in Can. And so you get the option of doing the first weekend or the second weekend and you apply and then they review the applications and you find out if you get selected. And then um, the badge itself is free, but you have to pay for your own accommodation naturally. And so yeah. I um, kind of applied on a whim and then when I was told that I got it, I was like, well, shoot, I guess that means I have to go. Yes. And so I went and um, I would say it was a really great experience. I got to meet one of your friends, which is like so strange. That is so strange. <laughs> well, because he had told me that he didn't know until like a couple days prior that he was going to be able to go. Because he was yeah. in the States for, like, his sister's graduation. Yes. And, um, yeah, so he wasn't sure if he'd be able to, like, get back home to Ethiopia, right? hmm Yeah, and um, if he'd get home in time to, like, get his work done to come to the, the festival. So he actually missed, like, the first day. But, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I, like, you connected us on Twitter and so then I was like, you know, it's nice at festivals to like know people because then they can hold your spot in line and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I like DM'd him because we were going to see the same movie. And I was like, hey, like this is where we're waiting in line. Uh, and I told him what I was wearing. I was wearing, I'm wearing a green short suit. And then <laughs> when he came up to me, he was like, oh my gosh, I like spotted you from like a mile away. Cause I was like, uh, he was like, I thought you were just wearing like a green jacket, but it was like, it's a full no, ensemble. It's a suit. <laughs> and so I was like, it's an ensemble. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it was nice. It was fun to get to meet him and hang out with him and, 
Uh, it is funny though that you say I met your friend I've never met him yeah (laughs) we're fully internet friends yeah well yeah I guess I don't know um because you know him through our friend Gan yes yeah because then he was like wait if you live in Texas how do you know Megan Gan I was like oh I used to live in Raleigh we used to all work together then he was like wait what (laughs) like yep so we all come together yeah, Gan kind of connected us on Twitter, basically, because she was like, oh, Bandon watches a lot of movies. Meg watches a lot of movies. Like, you guys should be friends. And yeah. then we just, like, basically DM each other anytime there's Robert Pattinson news. Oh, my gosh. So. And there is Robert Pattinson news. It's been announced that he's doing Batman. Yes. So that's exciting. I'm very excited. He has are, a very strong jaw. Are you, what are you more excited for to see Robert Pattinson as Batman or? No, as Bruce Wayne. Well, or (laughs) I'm saying, no, as, or are you more excited for the promo tour and everything leading up to Batman where you can just like hammer or like shove down people's throats that Robert Mm. Pattinson is more than the guy from Twilight? Well, like the I movie think trailer the... drops and like people are like, really like that dude? And then you're going to be like, oh, but hold on. Let's go through. Hold up. Yeah, I am. But it is the Batman's going to come up, come out after the Christopher Nolan one. I think I think they're like starting shooting the Christopher Nolan movie soon. So he's about to yeah. have like basically back to back Christopher Nolan and Batman. And so I think everyone will pretty much be on board by then, which mm-hmm. is going to be really exciting for me. And then if they're not on board, then they can see the lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll get everyone on board. <laughs> I retweeted myself yesterday or when it was announced. That might have been two days ago. I can't remember. Um, the choo-choo. Like, yeah. At some point <laughs> last year, I had tweeted like I spend so much of my time defending Robert Pattinson. And then I retweeted it and said choo-choo <laughs> because he's Batman now. It's exciting. Everyone's going to know. But yeah. like I said, I'm actually really excited to see him play like fake millionaire, millionaire play- playboy, yeah, Bruce Wayne. That's exciting. Yeah, he's gonna do that well. He's got, he's got a very douchey energy. I was gonna say uh, some like thing, some speculations I've heard, but like I don't even think they have a script. Yeah, right? no, this is like, so, I mean, people every- are like online being like, I hear it's going to be the Penguin and Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I read that same article. It is very early days. <laughs> yeah, well, because like I've also read that it's when he's like, obviously Bruce Wayne is a lot younger because Robert Pattinson's a lot younger. So it's more mm-hmm. having to do with that. And I, yeah, it's all speculation. Though, how old was Chris, Christian Bale when he did the fir- his first one? Batman Begins. So... He's probably like a really good question. I was gonna say mid. I would have guessed. I have no idea how old Christian Bale is right now. He honestly, Christian Bale, he he could be fifty. He could be thirty-eight, and I would have no idea. Yeah, I feel like he's probably in his mid forties, mid to late forties, and he's forty-five. Wow! And the first Batman came out what year? So begins would have been like I guess oh five. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, like, 15 years ago. So, he's yeah, in his early 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Robert Pattinson, Pattinson is also in his early 30s. So, yeah. it's about right. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, hmm, yeah, I'm curious. I think, yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, I think when they say, like, oh, he's playing a younger Batman, I think they just mean, like, younger than Ben Affleck. <laughs> 
<laughs> or also just maybe like uh, mindset wise. Whereas yeah. like the yeah. Christian Bale Batman was like pretty dark from the get go. Like maybe this yeah. Batman's going to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. And also like Robert Pattinson could play 25 if they were if they wanted him to you know yeah like (laughs) we know he's early 30s but he could he could go younger when he's clean shaven that's the funniest thing is like I I saw Booksmart for the fifth time yesterday and like Mm -hmm. afterwards someone asked me how old Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein are and I'm like I don't know maybe like 23 yeah how old are like they're definitely in their 20s right yeah, they have to be. Yeah, and um, and so, but they're playing like seventeen, eighteen year olds. Um, yeah, but I saw it with a group of friends, and everyone loved it, and so oh. I felt so great. And I wore my book smart outfit, and so then after oh, yes, I course. like turned to my friends and I was like, "Do you guys see? Like, I, I dressed up," and they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> nothing about me is ever subtle." Um, but yeah, I guess I can do obviously. a quick little run through of things I saw in can if that's I'm dying to, to hear we haven't really talked like I've we've texted but yeah. I haven't gotten like a verbal update from you and okay. I also think that you're like purposely trying to like um like not spoil things for me like not like spoil things for you but not like give too much away or yeah. over hype or um, under hype yeah. things Duh. you know <laughs> of course yeah um, so the first day that I got there, I like wasn't sure if I was able to see anything because it was before my three-day pass was active. So I went to what they have. They have something called the Director's Fortnite, and you can buy tickets for that and wait in line. And so I saw the movie Wounds, which is a Dakota Johnson, Army Hammer movie. Um, didn't love it all that much, <laughs> but it was yeah. fine, and it kept me up. And so that's okay, but basically, Army Hammer uh, is a bartender and finds a phone, and then like chaos ensues because of that. Um, and so Thursday was the first, my first official day of the festival, and I got an invitation to see, and I'm totally gonna butcher it, but Ma- Matthias and Maxim, mm, yeah. Matt and Ma- Matthew and Max, which yeah. is the Xavier Dolan. <laughs> movie um and so I saw it in like the Grand Lumiere and so I got to like walk up the red steps so that was really fun um but that was amazing yeah um that movie was probably one of the most light-hearted movies I saw and it wasn't necessarily that light-hearted but uh basic premise is two good friends one of them's moving away and they're kind of struggling with the concept that like they might have feelings for each other um Mm. but there were so many so many movies or tv shows this year are about like friends moving away (laughs) yeah do you feel i just feel like i mean at south by southwest there was a lot of that yeah (laughs) and that was before i knew gan was moving but i was thinking about the other day i'm like oh my gosh like Wreck-It Ralph 2, Booksmart. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was um, Broad City? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked that movie. That movie was probably my second favorite movie that I saw. So I'm excited to share oh, wow. that because on top of that, on top of it being like more, a little more lighthearted, it has like fun soundtrack and like there's some funny characters. And so uh, I really liked that one. 
Next, I saw uh, Pain and Glory, which is the Antonio Banderas. He stars in that movie, and it's getting a lot of buzz. Um, And I I was stupid, and when I planned my schedule, I didn't realize that the screening was only had French subtitles. And so, but that was like the only time I allotted for it. (laughs) So I was like, I don't, and like I was dumb because I was like, well, surely they'll still have Spanish subtitles as well. And I'm like, you know, maybe I could get by. And I think I got about 75% of the movie, (laughs) so I'll have to see it again. I can tell you that Antonio Banderas is very good in it. So that's exciting. And he won the award. At least you still got the, like, that out of it you know like it doesn't you don't have to know every single you know word detail to understand that like it's a good performance and everyone's saying that it was like very performance driven yeah I mean I was literally listening to the Spanish and trying to interpret that watching what they're doing to try to get more context and reading French which I don't speak French and I was just like well there's some cognates to Spanish so I like understand how sentence structure works and blah 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 so okay um but yeah it's like the story about a director who's like reflecting on his life and I think Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like semi-autobiographical gotcha yeah um and then after that I saw Sorry We Missed You and I was also did not I haven't done like my full recap yet so I didn't write down like the directors and everything but that was just a a British movie, pretty sad, but basically about like a, a middle class family just like trying to make ends meet and mm-hmm. just like the struggles that puts on the family. So mm. um, then I tried to go see Portrait of a Lady on Fire, but I got too, there too late and was shut out. Like I, there wasn't a spot for me. And I posted mm-hmm. that on my Instagram. And one of my cousins was like, what do you mean? Why would they give out tickets? Like, and not <laughs> let like anyone, everyone in. And I'm like, no, that's not how film festivals work. No, it's, uh, no. no. sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's when I decided maybe I should make some friends. And also I instead just went to go see a movie called Homeward, which is about um a military like a army guy in Russia who dies and his family's trying to bring him back to Crimea to so he can have like a proper burial and mm. it was a good movie I liked it but I had to pee so badly again this is where friends come in <laughs> And I didn't, there wasn't a bathroom in the theater. Like I got into the theater and they were like, yeah, it's just, in, it's in another building. And I was like, what the fuck? I guess I'll hold it. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure I might've made myself ill. Holding. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was ready for that one to end when it ended. I'm glad so you then, had your priorities straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Friday, I saw A Hidden Life, which is the new Terrence Malick movie, which mm-hmm. was much better than his last movie I saw, which was Song to Song. Did you see oh, that one? No. Oh, no. I completely so forgot. You were like, much better. And I was like, you didn't like Tree of Life? And then I forgot there's another. <laughs> no, because Song to Song was the one that like took place in Austin. Yes, and it had like a really good cast. Yeah, it was like Ryan Gosling, Rooney Mara, Michael Fassbender, and Natalie. Or 
It was Natalie Portman, not maybe not Rooney Mara. I don't know. It was maybe Kate Blanchett was in it. It was like a <laughs> killer cast, but like the movie itself was not good. And I remember seeing it in theaters and people were walking out. So wow. Um, but a hidden life is his new movie. It's like a three hour long movie, so prep your bathroom business for that. <laughs> but it's just like it's really pretty. But it tells the story of a family and um, the husband gets like drafted to go to war for uh, in World War Two. And he doesn't agree with Nazi politics. And so he's very anti that. And then all of the strain it puts on the family that mm-hmm. way. Um, and then after that, I saw The Traitor, which is like an Italian mafia movie to be honest it was another two and a half hour long movie and i fell asleep <laughs> i like accidentally dozed off in the middle it's of bound it. to happen or, i like i think i slept for maybe like 10 15 minutes and then i woke up and i was like i don't really know what's going on i don't really care this is based on a true story like i can look it up uh, if I want to <laughs> so i'm just gonna go back to bed and i just went back and took another nap but um, yeah, it was just, it was kind of, it felt like it should have been a like mini series, but alas. Mm. Um, and so then after that got out, I had about a four hour window until my next movie. So I said, hey, why not just wait in line for the next movie? I had made some friends along the way. So that's what we did. And of that's course. the night that I saw The Lighthouse which is the new Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, black and white. Yes. Ridiculous. Sea-air drama. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Um, I don't... I, like, left the movie, and I was like, I don't even know. And you te- you were, like, anxiously texting me. Being yes, like, I wanted you get to out? know. It just yeah. someone texted or someone tweeted the lighthouse has BDE and I just needed to know if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, well, someone, <laughs> you're so flustered. Someone, you're like, I don't know what to do with you, Meg. Well, someone tweeted answer. something about how like uh, that they're like my friend saw the lighthouse and texted me saying Robert Pat Robert Pattinson's dick is smaller than I expected and I didn't know if they showed the dick in the movie or if she hooked up with him yes <laughs> something along those lines um uh, you don't fully see penis if you do it's like very girl on the train with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. right? That yes. was the one. Or Gone no, Girl. No, no, it's Gone Girl. It was Gone Girl, yeah. Um, because I remember, like, everyone for months was being like, you see Ben Affleck's dick. And, like, you do not. <laughs> Jennifer Garner went on late night television and was like, you're welcome, America. I let you see my pe- my husband's penis. And I was like, Jennifer, we don't, we didn't get to see jack shit. Like, I. And also, I don't know if we want that. <laughs> I was, like, actively this. I think I saw it twice. And the second time I saw it, I was, like, focusing because I was like what is the big deal about this like I just like need to see and again I was focusing didn't see anything so yeah um there is a lot of there is um some sex yeah in the lighthouse (laughs) some uh, well, I was trying to figure out because he definitely <laughs> masturbates, but I was trying uh-huh. to remember if there was like actual 
<laughs> penetration. <Relations>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's a bit of both. So. Okay, you, that's you exciting. Could, you could, Something yeah. to look forward to. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe. Okay, um, I mean, okay. Him and Willem Dafoe are fun together, so, like, that's... That's dope. A24, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I don't... Have they released a date for it? Do you know? No, not yet. I saw Neon released the Parasite yeah. date. Yeah. October, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay, so then... That was Friday, Saturday. I started the day seeing Frankie, which is a is a British movie as well about like an aging actress who has been told that she's going to die, so she brings all of her family to uh, Portugal for a vacation. And honestly, my biggest takeaway besides the fact that I love Marissa Tomei and we have the same checkered vans is how much I want to <laughs> go to this resort in Portugal. So take that as you will on the movie. Okay, um, it's a priority. Yeah, and so then after that, I decided I would do another long wait and waited for three hours to see Parasite, and boy, am I happy I did because that was my favorite movie of the festival. That was mm-hmm. apparently everyone's favorite movie of the festival. Yes. And um, I don't want to give too much away because it's, I think, fun if you don't know much. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't want to know anything. Okay. But uh, except we, it did win the Palm Door, so we yeah. can say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I mean, geez, I hope it means I hope it at least gets nominated for an Oscar. Like, no, I don't think any South Korean movies have ever been nominated for an Oscar, even nominated. This is, I think, I read that last year during the Burning Snub drama that we were ugh. very much involved in. Yeah, I think I read <laughs> that the director when he like went back home. They were like people waiting for him at the airport because like they were so stoked that they did they did so well at Cannes. I, yeah. I could be totally making that up, or it could just be like Karen Han on Twitter just being a little <laughs> <laughs> being a little over the top. No, um, I get it. He directed, didn't he direct Octa? Yes, which I really liked two years ago. Yeah, actually, so it's a wild that. Jake Jill performance. If you're interested, oh my, God. I'm. Well, <laughs> if and, anyone's interested, <laughs> and my boy uh, Paul Dano's in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. Uh, I thought you just said you were gonna say you see uh, you see his, not yes he oh, is. And I was like, no, oh my God. I see. Like, yes, he is. <laughs> we don't need to continue talking about genitalia. <laughs> um, Let's talk about Outlaw King. <laughs> Um, But next I saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I was hoping to like a lot more than I did. But to be honest, by this time, I could have just been getting really tired of Mm -hmm. movies. It's hard hard once you get towards like the later end of the... I remember last year when I went to that Film Fest 919, the last movie I saw was Destroyer. And I left. I'm like, I think I liked it. I don't even know. Like, what is a movie? You know? Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's like, especially with Cannes, all of the movies are just so meaty. Yes. Uh, yes. And so it's just like, it's not like, at least with South by, it's so like comedy driven that Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, at least you'll have a movie like Good Boys or like Booksmart or whatever. Beach bum, love it or hate it, they're not, not terrible, not too hard to watch. Um, yeah, 
Though I do have a friend who went and saw Beach Bomb and she was like, I saw a movie recently that was so bad, made me never want to see a movie again. And I was like, what did you see? And she said, Beach Bomb. And I was like, oh, why did you go to that? <laughs> she was like, I don't know. You know me. I, I'm like a Texas girl. And I'm like, so you went just because it had Matthew McConaughey and for no other reason? Because that's funny. That's not the movie. Um, yeah, that's but, my mom does this all the time. She'll go see something and then she'll call me and be like, I did not like that. I'm like, I could have told you you wouldn't like that. Did she call see Beach me Bum? before you make decisions? No, but she does love Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. So yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not a crazy question. Yeah. And the other thing I feel like that would be tiring about can is like, I mean, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is in French. So that's subtitles. And that's like a level of concentration that is a little more. Yeah. I mean, exhausting. Uh, <laughs> Matthew and Max was in French. Pain and Glory is in Spanish. Sorry, Miss You is English. Homeward was Russian. Uh, Hidden Life, Eng- uh, English. Uh, the Trader, Italian, Lighthouse, English, which is like maritime English of like real Willem <laughs> Dafoe, Frankie, English, Parasite, Korean, uh, Portrait Lady on Fire, French. And right. then the last movie I saw was The Dead Don't Die, which right. was uh, I wanted to I wanted to like it more, but I feel like it was pretty on par. I mean, I've only ever seen one other movie by that director and that was Patterson yeah because you know Adam Driver but and I just feel like the trailers like really like hyped up like like it Mm -hmm. just like seems like high energy and the movie itself is not but then when I was Mm -hmm. like well Patterson is like not very high energy I was like okay so perhaps that's just what I should have expected going into it yeah I think you just get it's easy to get caught up in the hype yeah did he direct that um I, I haven't seen it, but there's like a vampire movie with Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Did he direct that? Oh, I don't know. I think he did. I think it's he on did my like watch list. a western movie because one of my friends was like that was my favorite western for the longest time. And I was like, oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Well, you uh, know. Yeah, and then on Sunday I just like had a leisurely day and went shopping, oh. had a nice lunch by the water, sat out by the beach for a bit. And I came home. Lovely. Yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, Neon got, didn't they get Portrait of a Lady on Fire and Parasite? Yeah. It's a pretty I know. big week. I was like, who the fuck is out here from Neon? Like, yeah. they're like really making the big polls. And then I think Netflix got something, but it was like after the fact. And people were like yeah. kind of annoyed about that. I forget what it was, but they were just like, oh, after they were like, they did well, is what Netflix moved in, versus Neon, I think, had already, Neon had already gotten Parasite before the award ceremony. Yeah, that makes sense. So my last question is, you didn't see it, but did you talk to anyone who saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Okay, I was wondering, I was gonna see what the buzz was yeah no i didn't uh yeah because like our session started after that so but it was like i got there the day that they were doing the replay of it and so like i went Mm -hmm. to go collect my badge 
and there were people just like standing around in tuxedos. It's so funny to see people <laughs> with like tuxes with like signs, with paper signs that say like a film name or a director's name, and then like see who play. SBB. That's just, funny. Yeah, but um, no, I didn't talk to anyone who saw that one. So. <laughs> yeah, you don't think about people like <laughs> so, what's it called when you're outside of a. a um, like a sporting event for scalping tickets. Yeah, you don't yeah. think about people in gowns and heels scalping yeah. tickets. <laughs> it's just like, it's such a wild experience. Like at, once the sun goes down, anywhere you walk, you just see like women in gowns. And like, I, I'm pretty well versed with pop culture. And it's like, I see these women with like, like a camera crew and bodyguards. And I'm like, I do not know who you are. And I'm like, they must just be like Russian billionaires or something. That's that's the thing. It's like so international, you know, yeah. like it's not like you can keep up with every rich person from every country. I shall try. My favorite was um, I saw on Twitter before and someone pointed out that like every year there's like each country sends people who are like so D-list or below and they wear mm-hmm. these like insane gowns and walk the red carpet and so it showed like a bunch of like Asian like TV personalities or whatnot and then I saw a tweet and it was like America's submission for Cannes 2019 Eva Longoria <laughs> like, why the <laughs> fuck is she there like I think she why not a party. You know? why yeah. not yeah the only famous let, person let her do I her thing was, um Viggo Mortensen walking down the street Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Coming off his huge last year that we're all totally okay with. I know. That's all I can think (laughs) about. So I was like, I'm just going to keep walking. Um, I'm going to keep walking. (laughs) But he was like in his tuxedo. Like, looks like he was probably just trying to head back to his hotel. It was like 1 a.m. But, yeah. Vigo. Yeah, so that was like my experience in a semi-quick synopsis. Of course. So hopefully okay. next year you can come back with me because now I have the lay of the land and everything all figured out. This is always how I do it. I send you as the scouting party, and then once everything's organized and easy, we can just brew, breeze right into town. Yeah, they really did not do any favors because like they're, the scheduling and everything is so complicated. I spent like an entire afternoon just trying to like create a plan. But yeah, it seems very... <laughs> opaque <laughs> yeah uh but so we can move past that and discuss another movie that i didn't see when i was at can but that had premiered there last night pre-flight <laughs> <laughs> do you realize how often you sing on this zero hours 9 a.m <laughs> only like half as often as i sing in real life it has to be <laughs> uh yes but so we both saw rocket man i've seen it twice now you had seen it a couple weeks back Yes, I saw it um, once. So I saw it again today um, because I wanted to be able to say more than I want to sleep with Richard Madden. <laughs> but absolutely, Which is a resounding takeaway. Is that you, people are like, how's the movie? You're like, oh, here's the thing. I want to sleep with Richard Madden. <laughs> and they're like, but how is the film? And you're like, yes, here's the thing. <laughs> what I would like to do. Sleep, is with, sleep with Richard Madden. Okay. <laughs> Richard Madden 
Uh, do you have a new take after seeing it again, or is it the same take? Yeah, no, I took like your face as if it's the same take. <laughs> I, I was so the first time I saw it, I was so worried the people around me thought I was homophobic because I got so visibly flustered <laughs> in any of their scenes, any of like their early scenes together. Yes, yes, uh, no, absolutely. Because the energy is so fucking strong. Like, yes. Oh my god. I was just like slapping my sister, like, look, and she's like, I'm watching the movie with you. I understand. <laughs> it's like when we were at South by together, we just like ram our arm into yes. each other. Just like I like I like had my like hand up like covering my mouth. My eyes were so <laughs> wide. I was so worried I was gonna like make noises because like wow. <laughs> I don't even know if it's like that hot or if we're just like have no control over Richard Madden. No, I think it's he hot. Fully like straddles his legs around him. Yeah, that's, you see like it's a, a lot. lot of hairy thigh. It's a lot. It's all a lot. Like, the scene when he shows up in the recording studio and they're mm-hmm. like, Elton, like, should we? You know, are you like, do you want to like get back to recording or should we get a pint? And he just like looks at Richard Madden and he like Richard Madden like gestures for him to like come into the little closet area. Closet. And he's like, yeah, you, you, like, we sh- you should get you a pint. We should get a pint. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, my God, there's just like the sexual energy <laughs> is so strong. We're both like covering our faces. Physically like, flustered. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in if you're into Richard Madden. That's definitely not the thesis of the movie. And honestly, I don't think it had enough Richard Madden. But no. every time he was on screen, I was actively stressed. Well, and like what's fun is that he has so many different hairstyles. And while I don't think the the sex scene Richard Madden hair is no, peak it's not by the best. Any it's not means, the best. It's not the best. I'm like, you know, there's so much more to look forward to and then he turns so sinister which yes. like also hot like he hot. just like he has like such an energy and an arrogance <laughs> and like this smug air about him yeah the hair when he does the um i'll be getting my 10 percent long after you like yes you know, that's the best hair drink yourself to an early grave i was like richard before you kill yourself what yeah. about when he's just like sitting out on the patio right before elton john like has a yes. party and tries to commit suicide and he's just like fully getting blown and he yes. comes out elton john comes out and he's like darling and he's yeah. just like he just like no fucking care in the world no and he looks so hot and then he starts like buttoning up his pants and no. he's oh my god it's just it's a, it's, lot. A, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot um so now that we've talked about how hot richard madden is in this right. uh i guess we can like get into the movie itself yeah the actual movie and not just one minor actor in it i guess yes um so i like literally just like write down every thought that i have so i kind of need to like go through and figure out what i like you know what's we're talking about i will say um for anyone who doesn't know and hasn't seen it yet this is very much a musical. Yes. Um, which I try to warn people about because, like, if you're expecting more of, like, a, I guess, like, because it's more of a musical than Bohemian Rhapsody is. Yeah. Where it's I just, I guess like, Bohemian Rhapsody is more like, like a straight music. biopic. Well, except for it's not accurate. Um, yeah, but we will talk about inaccuracies <laughs> between this movie and real life. But 
It's so they and like I've seen I remember that when I first saw it I was confused because I was like these songs surely didn't come out at these times but and that's not what they're trying to do um the mm-hmm. music is more of like a supplement to the storytelling so mm-hmm. that's worth mentioning well also like at top. one point they sing he sings pinball wizard and I was like oh, that's a who song so he that's did, a whole other thing <laughs> Elton John did cover that though I looked okay. it up. Yeah, because I, okay. I, I was like, did Bernie maybe write this? And then the Who sang mm-hmm. it? Or like, what's going on? But Elton John did cover it and performed it. Um, I want to say 1975, but I don't think I wrote okay. down the year. Um, someone, someone came prepared. <laughs> I Yeah. So I think that, or I, I didn't like like the how it opens or necessarily like with him like stomping in in the slow-mo mm-hmm. thought that was like a little too much um mm-hmm. but i like the way that the movie is structured where it's like the latest point in the storyline and then him reflecting which i think is something that you know people often do when they're doing these kind of movies yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently he had problems with alcohol, cocaine, sex, prescription drugs, weed, shopping, and bulimia. So he enters into rehab, and that's where the film starts. And then we go back in time. I kind of thought the first musical number came, like, really fast. But it also could be because, like, I don't care that much about that song. That's Which one is that? It's uh, Bitches Back. So it's oh, when, like, yeah. he... And it's, like, kind of cool because the coloring is distorted. And I, mm-hmm. like, I think that's supposed to, like, really, like, make sure that you are aware that we're, like, time traveling. And that yeah. there's, like, the fantasy elements of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so we're introduced to his early life and uh, how he didn't have a great childhood, despite what he says in rehab. What were your thoughts on Bryce Dallas Howard in this movie? Interesting. I think... I didn't love it. Yeah. I didn't love it. I think it was just like a little, it was like a lot. <laughs> I didn't like her either. And I'm like starting to wonder if maybe I just don't like her. But I'm trying to think what I've seen her in that I have liked. So Twilight, Twilight movies. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the first Jurassic. I, I, I don't like that movie. I arguably like The Village. I don't hate The Village. A lot of people hate The Village. But yeah. it's not like she's what makes me like that movie, I guess. I don't know. You know what? Uh, we'll leave that open and keep that in mind in the next BDH movie we see. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, it could be because of the character. Like, he just had a... Poor kid just wanted to be hugged, and his parents just, like, could not give a fuck. Like, I literally wrote down, God bless his grandma, because, like, he really just needed some sort of compassion, and he was apparently not getting it from anywhere. Um, (laughs) But pretty early on, they shared with us that, I guess, Elton John has this incredible ability where he can just, like, hear something and then play it on a piano. So, like, that's cool that I don't have that special power, but he does, and he's retired. (laughs) Very musical. Um, Yeah, but, like, I think they did a good job with the casting of the children. Because, like, for starters, the little boy, like, the youngest version of him looks exactly Mm -hmm. like him. And he has such, like, a sweet little voice. He is. He's, like, he's a cute cute little cutie. And I think it's really hard to cast kids. Yeah. I know. I'm always surprised or shocked or impressed, I guess, when that works out well. Um, 
but yeah and so then they have him age a bit and so he's like preteen and he's taking classes at the royal academy and mm-hmm. he starts performing and then we have what i you know was so excited for we get taryn's introduction into the movie as a young yeah. Elton john and is I, that during Saturday night? Yes. Is that that? Yeah, that's a good one. That's and there's like one. the whole like huge crowd at like the carnival uh, mm-hmm. scene, and like with all of the background dancers. Like I think that is like is a really good. I guess it was the second song of the movie, um, so yeah, I really yeah. liked that. that I just like thought one. like his dancing and everything was so fun. But yeah, he's fun. A, yeah. Good singer, good dancer. He is. Happy to have him on board. <laughs> and I looked it up and to see if he w- did any of the piano playing, and apparently he did. I don't think Ugh. he did all of it, but, like, I couldn't I couldn't find a conclusive answer as to how much of it he did, but um, I would imagine that he did a decent amount of it. Also, I found, like, an article from 2016 where he was like, I just really want to be in a musical. Like, I'm, like, begging to be in a musical if, like, anyone wants to hire me for one. So, like, that's kind of fun that this has been something he's been excited about. Did you ever see Sing? No. Okay. I didn't either. I've seen the clip of him singing. I'm still, like, he plays, like, a gorilla and he sings. I guess the premise of the show is it's, like, American Idol. And he's a gorilla, and he sings I'm Still Standing. Yeah. And I think that was, like, his big, you know, basically what got him this role because, well, that and the Kingsman stuff. Well, because Elton John, for the longest time, wanted Justin Timberlake, which, like, watching Mm. back, I'm like, no. There's, like, no I saw something that said also at one point it was going to be Tom Hardy, but I don't know if this is the truth. Yeah, no. (laughs) Is that true? That's insane. I think it was Justin Timberlake (laughs) in, like, the early 2000s. Tom Hardy, when they were, like, starting to do, produ- like, get ready for this. Maybe, like, yeah. writing the script. That's and insane. he had, could you, I, I watched Venom on the plane. <laughs> fucking wild. I liked Venom a little bit because it's fucking so up. fucking insane. <laughs> when wild. he gets in the lobster tank, I was, like, in a theater alone, and I, like, was, like, looking around, like, is anyone else watching this? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> And no one was. Absolutely no, no, one, no one was. was. There. <laughs> Empty theater. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so then we're introduced to, like, him starting to play music with the band, when how he decides to change his name, which, like, all of the names in the world, and he's like, Elton, I want my name to be Elton. I mean, that must be some sort of was that 70s a pop- bullshit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, it seems like an insane choice. Um, I do want to point out that he did not get the John from the Beatles, though. That's, okay. I, I've read that that's not that. Accurate. I thought that was so cheesy. I was like, oh, eBay, this seems like yeah. lame. I think he got it from like another artist, but maybe someone a little less well-known. Yeah, um, but even, I mean, it's not like he's in an office and he looks over, he's like, Elton, oh. <gasps> John. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, this is nonsense. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and so then we're getting introduced to Jamie Bell, who yes. plays Bernie Toppin, who's his writing. I want to hug partner. him. Jamie Bell is really <laughs> great in this. He, like, he's I wish this. I was attracted to him because, like, 
he has a lot to offer in this movie and i'm just like get your hair out of here i want richard madden back (laughs) that's true it's really hard to like for anyone to be in a richard madden picture and not distract us tbh but I did say, I texted you afterward, because or like a few days after I'd seen it, and I was like, oh, I also wanted to mention that every time I see a picture of Jamie Bell, I think, I don't really get why, you know, Jamie Bell's famous, or like, are people into him? Like, I don't know. It's just something to think about. And then every time I see a Jamie Bell movie, I'm like, oh my God, he's so charming. Like, yeah. I love him. Like, he seems amazing. Had you, so, have I you ever seen Billy Elliot? Yes, but ages ago. I've never seen it, but he's like a baby in that. Yes, and it's with um, Mrs. Weasley, oh. um, who's also in Mamma Mia, who has a real name, who which I'm forgetting right now. <sighs> um. Okay. I don't want to look it up because I know it, but I also it's not good audio for me to just be trying to remember julie andrews no julie no. walters yes <laughs> julie walters I'm, yeah. like, I'm like it's julie um but i love all of the early like bernie elton scenes well pretty yeah. much all of their scenes are very sweet but like them just like when they first meet and he shares i think it was border song which spoiler alert that song wasn't written until many years later which i matter well there <laughs> that's where i'm like you can't you shouldn't have those kind of factual errors but perhaps like none of their I don't know maybe it took a minute for them to have some like big hits not that I would say Border Song's a big hit but alas um yeah I don't think it's a big hit so that's why it kind of doesn't make sense for them to yeah it doesn't and you know yeah it is what it is but But I like that scene too and then they're just like walking down the street being buddies yeah and and it's like it's like finding a place to crash (laughs) well and it's so cute too because it's like Elton's seemingly like always wanted this like kind of community and to be like welcomed into something and then he like finds this buddy and they're gonna like make music together and like they're sending each other letters which I'm like Back then, did all you have to do is like put like a sheriff's badge on like things and that counted as postage? <laughs> like it was that to me is so confusing. I did didn't you know. That? I thought that was just like a like a flourish that Bernie was doing as a goof. Oh, but also, what would I know about British postage? In you know, why would I know anything about that? Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, um, I love this scene when. So they get kicked out of um, their one apartment that they got together because Ellen mm-hmm. breaks up with his girlfriend and mm-hmm. they go back to live with his mom and Bernie is like at the kitchen table writing a song, gives it to Elton. He's like, I'm going to go have a shave. And he goes upstairs and he can just like hear Elton tinkering, tinkering around with your song. And then he comes yeah. down and he looks at him with so much like genuine love and respect. I tear up. <laughs> Because it's just like, it's so sweet. And he's just like, I tear up. I literally teared up. And it is really sweet. I really like to, um, like, at one point, Elton, like, misreads the situation and, like, leans in to kiss Bernie. And he's like, hey, listen, I love you, but not like that. And then that's, like, the end of it, you know? Like, then they're just best friends forever. Yeah. Well, it's like Elton was just like, oh, okay, I understand. And then, like, he kind of, like, um, Bernie kind of, like, makes a little joke of it or, like, makes it not a joke of it, but he, like, is playful and then they hug. So it's not even, like, he Elton gets brushed off and then it's, like, the next morning they, like, forget it doesn't happen. It's like, okay, yes. yeah, no problem. Let's be best friends. Yes. Um, 
But yeah, so then they. Think it's really nice. Yeah. It's a little, really nice friendship. <laughs> yeah. So then they get a three album deal to do in one year, which like further points out to me how insane the 70s were musically. <laughs> Like, I was talking to my dad about this when we were in Arizona because his favorite band of all time is CCR, and they were, like, only famous for, or they only released music for, like, a handful of years, but they released, Mm -hmm. like, eight albums or something. Yes. And it was just, he was, like, I mean, songs were, albums were, like, 30 minutes long, like, they're pretty quick. Um, They would just churn them out, and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot even imagine. How long have you been waiting for the last, the Strokes record? I mean... It's like 2013, right? Yeah, are we counting? (laughs) Um, Future, past, present? Yeah. Yeah. Well, even that's been a while. It's been ages. Yeah. And I'll keep waiting. Um, But yeah, so then they get to play in the Troubadour, which I think that I read that they use like old 70s footage, like LA footage, because they're like, we're not going to recreate 70s Sunset Boulevard. Which, mm. like, if that's the case, then, like, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, that was very impressive. Just, like, notice. making that look prettier. Yeah, this is, I mean, so number one, the second um, <laughs> Jimmy Cooper walked in, <laughs> I, me and my sister were freaking out. <laughs> I was freaking out, too. And he was Sorry, also Tate like, Donovan. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down Tate Donovan. Just wanted that to be known. Um, I was like why is he here he was also like so effeminate like starts like kind of hitting on bernie yes (laughs) and i'm just like omg um he has a very strong energy and a very a very bad wig and i was immediately like of course yeah why wouldn't she be here um there were this is my favorite number in the whole movie crocodile rock crocodile rock okay just like mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's not my favorite Elton John song, but it's my favorite. Also, well, apparently, he didn't perform that at the Troubadour. I like. Also, apparently, <laughs> uh, Neil Young did not play there the week before. And I was reading something, and it's like really not to split hairs, but the concert they say in the movie was on a Monday, and it was really on a Tuesday or something like that, oh or it could have been switched. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to, like, full disclosure, because I, like, gave Bohemian Rhapsody a lot of shit for it not being accurate. Of um, course. But then also, Nor, like, at one point, Elton, as a little kid, stands on his bed and conducts an orchestra, <laughs> and the orchestra isn't actually in his bedroom. That is important really? that I mentioned. Oh, to you. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, John <laughs> Reed also <laughs> wasn't at that concert. So. That's, I really Fine. like, um, there's a quote, we, we both watched Game of Thrones, and there's a lot of complaints after episode three that it was too dark and no one could see what was happening mm-hmm. and people were comparing it to a battle from lord of the rings called helm's deep mm-hmm. which is like very well lit even though it's at night and someone was like where are the lights coming from if it's at night and the guy's like same place the music's coming from it's all an illusion people <laughs> we're just trying to make a fucking movie yeah like, and i was like that's fair I'm, I'm allowed to suspend my belief for a second. So I guess if it was a Monday instead of a Tuesday, I'll forgive them for that. Yeah. Um, but I, it is kind of like, why not just say Tuesday then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing. Is it's like, I don't. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, on. fine. We don't. Um, I do like, and I was apprehensive with the trailer, but in the trailer, they show him like when he jumps, how he's like lifted 
and mm-hmm. he's just kind of suspended mm-hmm. in air for a bit. And I was like, oh, boy. And you made a comment to me, and you are like, yeah, I think it's just supposed to be, like, very, like, um, like magical, or that's probably not the word you yeah, used. Yeah, magical realism or across right. the university. I said yeah. that at one point. <laughs> yeah, but I do like how it, even though we see them and, like, everyone in the air for a while, they also, like, very much make it known that it was, like, almost, like, slow-mo. So it was, like, really just, like, one jump up and then we're, yeah. like, really back into it and everyone's having and they, so like, much fun. And they, like, slow down cro- Crocodile Rock. So it's, yeah. like, very, like, angelic, like, la. Yeah, exactly. La, la, la. Jamie Bell's I'm dancing in the balcony. I'm using this as an excuse to sing some more. <laughs> oh, my God. Jamie Bell dancing in the balcony when he does this one. Yeah. I know this is an audio medium, but no one knows what I'm talking about. He's having the time of his life. Also, the girl, his girl, maybe one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, who is a supermodel? I feel like they always do that in movies where they're like, all right, there's a character here that yada yada's going to get with. Uh, Just bring in, I don't know. The most beautiful person you can find. She's she's <laughs> probably one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen in my life. Um, I could not even imagine seeing her in person. I would probably just faint. I did. Richard it Madden did, was there with her. <laughs> that is, they both go to a party and they both get with like the two most stunningly gorgeous people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, <sighs> wow. Um, so yeah, so that brings us to the party and little Elton John so shy and Richard Madden has this like whole little monologue. And yes, I was yes. like so taken about. <laughs> Very dramatic. It's so dramatic. At one point, he says, uh, "Where there is darkness, there is no There's you." Now you, Elton I was like, John. you just met. <laughs> oh, yeah, he or Elton John was like, "Do you like the songs?" And he was like, "Not as much as the artist or something." And I was just like, "Oh my god." what's happening squealing squealing i'm like this this is a lot um and then they have sex and yes i would say i think we are told that they like roll around in a bed for 15 minutes uh maybe when they're filming it like cut mm-hmm. out i would say that i don't we weren't really like missing much i think that they like did a good job keeping things in you yeah know? It and, felt very, I mean, it was never going to be enough for us, you know? Yeah. But I was definitely, I, I feel like I'm it was a self-professed well. <laughs> girl who watched Game of Thrones just so she could see Richard Madden naked. I mean. Yes. Eight seasons of a very trying television show just to see Richard Madden naked a little bit. Um, there is, I was looking, when I was trying to find that old Robert Pattinson tweet earlier, I was like scrolling through my Twitter and I had like tweeted about Richard Madden when I started watching Bodyguard and you like hadn't liked it or commented. And I'm like, what a what a different time. Yeah. Well, because I was so <laughs> it's a anti. Full 180. Yeah. I mean, I was so anti. It was. It's been well documented on here. Um, but in Elton 2019 John. 2019 is the year of me making you like the people I like. Watch out, Luke Evans. Just kidding. <laughs> that's. I don't. That's the one that I feel like will never. I I understand why you're not into it. You know, yeah. like I never understood what you weren't seeing in Richard Madden or what you weren't seeing in Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and now I feel like you I'm not attracted come to Jake both. Gyllenhaal. I just like you kind of come around on both. Also, it's insane that you would even say that. I think he's just so okay. hot. <laughs> can we get back to this movie, please? <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's yeah. already been an hour. <laughs> I guess we can. <laughs> or do you want to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, I like tangents. <laughs> um, OK, but so and I was like, so Elton John was a 
producer on this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess he was pretty involved. Um, He hadn't seen, like, the full movie until they were in Cannes, but I guess he was, like, watching dailies and whatnot. And so he was, like, pretty invested with, like, the that sex scene because he's, like, that's when I lost my virginity. And, like, at that time, like, I was, like, really happy with him. And he was, like, also, like, everyone knows my life wasn't going to play shows and then going home or going back to my hotel room with, like, a warm glass of milk and a Bible. So, like, I yeah. want I want to show all of the, the all of the components of it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah, and we thank you for it. And also, like, if I were Elton John, I would want it very clearly shown that I was having regular sex with Richard Madden. Hello, world. Well, John Reed, I guess he <laughs> I know was, like, not, not... actually Richard Madden, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Can we talk about how fucking bananas it is that... I know. He, so funny. He's also, the character's also in Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm like, I tweeted like different energies and I'm getting so many likes on that. But like, honestly, some different fucking energies. Yes. Yes. Because it's, it's um, Aiden Gillen. Aiden Gillian? Gillen or whatever. Yeah. Also Littlefinger. Also Thrones. Yeah. yeah. And I've always had, I always really liked Littlefinger because as I've said, I think before on this podcast, he was out there mixing it up. Yeah, he's and great. And so I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't regret him getting those paychecks because Bohemian University made a fuck ton of money. But it is funny to cast back-to-back years that different of two people, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, Richard Madden isn't going to age into Aiden <laughs> so. I don't know. He does we'll look see. older than he is. Um but yeah, and so they have sex. Uh, the leg straddles a lot for me. And then after that, <laughs> he's just kind of like, he follows him back to the troubadour. And the way he like saunters with his jacket around yeah. his, on his, like over on his finger, over his shoulder. It's a lot. <laughs> like every, I like. It's a lot. It's a he, lot. Richard Madden, every move he makes in this movie, he is so confident with who he is. Yeah. In yes, what he yes. is doing. It's just like there's like this level of sex appeal that I had not seen in a very long time. <laughs> Maybe because I've only been watching Book Smart. But like, <laughs> the, the, like he's just so fucking confident. Um and then we get to him showing up in London and I am unwell. When he tells him you're so humble, it's embarrassing. I wanna die. <laughs> Oh my god. I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Fine, it's... I'll see this movie again. Maybe I need to go tonight. Jeez. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much. I I don't know. Um which but it does lead me to a question. Does Richard Madden sing it all in Cinderella? Oh my gosh. I couldn't it's find a an really answer. great question. I mean, I guess no, would I guess there be doesn't. an opportunity for Prince Charming to sing? I guess he doesn't. I'm trying to think of the big Cinderella songs. There aren't actually that many. Boobity bobbity boo. Um, a dream is a wish your heart makes. They add one, the new version that Lily James sings while sitting on a windowsill. No, I guess he doesn't sing. Okay, mm, because he sings in this for yes, Honky does. Cat, which is a great number. Also, at one point number. they wear robes, which I yes. like. Loving that. I really like that. I really like that's like very obviously like filmed on a soundstage and they're yeah. like walking through things and that's fun. Yeah. Well, and it like at Richard Madden wears a lot of like aviators. At one point he like 
takes like a drag of a cigarette and just like saunters away. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> his, his energy a is a lot. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, and then they start partnering <sighs> yeah. up as manager, manager mm-hmm. client, which like has that not been well documented? Hopefully by now that that's a big no, no. Yes. Um, I will say that apparently his half brother, Elton John's half brother, has come out and said that like that isn't a very accurate portrayal of his dad. Mm, because, interesting. But I don't know if they. Like, but also the movie does kind of say that the half brother probably had a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, because his dad just like kind of a jerk. He he like comes out to his parents and his mom just basically is like, okay, yeah, I've always known you're gay, but like I hope you know that you're gonna have a very sad and lonely life. That was such a hard scene. Yeah, and like I don't love Taryn in that scene when he's telling her because like I can't tell if he's all like flustered and hyped up on like drugs and alcohol or Mm -hmm. if he's just like overacting. It seems very druggy. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, one step away from really, like, grinding his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is when our boothang, Richard Madden, makes the turn into to this full evil, on conniving. Full incarnate. <laughs> but very sexual. So <laughs> yeah, human being. But I'm still into it. <laughs> I'm still into it. Maybe, maybe more. Who knows? That's something that I guess I could discuss with my therapist at one point. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, and so I'm trying to, oh, yeah, and, like, Elton just, like, gets very manic-y. Drugs are really coming in. Um, I was very impressed by how much Taryn actually looks like Elton John. And yes. apparently, like, they dyed his hair orange, and they would, like, shave back his hairline. And the whole time he was like, oh, my God, I hope that my hair grows back. Um, <laughs> yeah, But even in some fair. of these costumes, I'm like, holy moly. I think it was maybe like the pinball wizard scene where it's like the stage is just like we're circling yes. around the stage and he keeps changing costumes. Some of them I'm like, that looks like I, re- I recognize these Elton John looks. Yeah. Um, one of the things I don't know is body wise if Taryn like gained weight or anything for this or I saw like, a tweet that said the gayest thing about Rocket Man is that Taron Egerton keeps calling himself fat <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is like it's like Taron he did like I mean I understand like you know in, in the role but I'm like we all know you're not yeah that's the thing and like I don't I don't fat. know if I had seen him shirtless before he's definitely not fat but I'm like he could have possibly just like maybe not like worked out like especially yeah. as like as far as men are concerned like he probably could have been like all right i have like the shirtless like pool suicide scene and so like i just won't go to the gym for like a couple days leading up to it and just like not like really monitor what i'm eating and like okay great yeah um but yeah and so i want to know more about this suicide attempt but apparently, so one of the things I looked up before we got on the call was that he did attempt suicide in 1975, and then the Dodger Stadium show was also in 1975. So as far mm-hmm. as, because those kind of like follow back to back. Um, yeah. I, it's all like part of the same Rocket Man number. 
I wanted to mm-hmm. check on that. So that is correct. And apparently Taryn wanted to like have them just do like the CGI, like CGI the baseball. And they're like, no, you're gonna like actually like hit a ball. And he he got it like every time. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Yeah. So he was pretty impressed with himself. Um, <laughs> I don't love that when he like turns into like a rocket and like blasts off into space. Yeah, but I also I didn't love that either. Whatever. Um, then we get to move into another fun number, which is the Benny and the Jets. Yes, which has a fun one. The like orgy club scene, which yeah. is like <laughs> it's an energy. There's there's a energy. lot happening coming from this movie, um, but like one of the things is I wish I had a clear understanding of how old he was throughout the film. Yes, I had no idea. Yeah, because like I read something and it said that for um, John Reed's like twenty third birthday, Elton John got him a racehorse and uh, like a boat and then like John Reed got him like he like famously went to a French jewelry store and bought an emerald ring for a million francs but like the key point of that besides fact that they were very excessive which they both have committed to um Mm -hmm. that they were very young when they were together yeah interesting and they like didn't actually stop being like manager client until 1998 when like El and John like realized that there was money missing from his account, and he ended up suing um, his man- John Reed's management company, and I think like an auditing company or something. But interesting, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't have kept John Reed around if we had broken up. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely not. We got not. to see more Richard Madden, so that's fine. Um, we do see Elton John decide that he wants to find love however he can, and so he gets married, which mm-hmm. I think that they kind of gloss over this relationship too fast. Yeah, Especially that all happens very quickly. It's like they get married, and then all of a sudden she's up. Like they get married, John Reed's there, <laughs> and then they. <laughs> with the next scene, we see them coming out of their separate bedrooms. And then they go down to the table and he pours a very stiff uh, screwdriver and then she gets sad and then he apologizes yeah. and then the next scene they're divorced, which yeah. in reality they were married for four years. So, yeah, so that's it, a lot longer. <laughs> but who knows, perhaps I didn't look into it too much, but they could have like separated pretty fast and like just not mm-hmm. formally gotten divorced. Um yeah, so I think one of my favorite numbers in this was Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, I also I like, love, love that the song. recording with the Jamie Bell and um, Elton John. But yeah, and so then that kind of brings us back to the rehab situation. And I am curious to know if he truly ditched his show at Madison Square Garden to go to rehab. I mean, yeah, because that seems like dramatic, like. I don't know, artistic yeah. <laughs> uh, license, I guess. Yeah. Because that seems crazy. I do like but how, you never know. as he's starting to walk in, like his feathers and his sequins start to fall off, because I feel like that's like shedding that yeah. portion of... It's, it's very his, symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like way earlier when um, he's wearing like that, one of those crazy outfits, and he was like, uh, and Jamie Bell is like, 
don't you just want to go out there without all this? And he yells at him. He's like, they're not like here to see Reggie Dwight. They're here to see Elton John. And he turns around and then he's immediately like, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> because that's that's how I am. Like, if I ever like get angry, I just like immediately am like, <sighs> I take it back. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just needed to yell for a second, I guess. Well, okay. and then he's very understanding. Yeah, Jamie Bell's like, I get it, I get it. Well, apparently, um, Taryn, when they this premiered at Cannes, he wanted to sit next to Elton John. But like Elton sat next to his husband and Bernie and Taryn was like, I mean, like, I I guess I understand that that's fine. And then it was like <laughs> Taryn and then the director or something like that. Yeah. Um, he does have one <laughs> funny line where he said, yeah, but I started acting like a cunt in 1975 and just forgot to stop, which I was like, that's yeah. Like he when he's in rehab, he has some like pretty great one-liners. Um, but yeah, and then we basically it, it ends with him coming out of rehab. I think so too. Listening to I'm Still Standing. I think it's like a direct recreation of the mm. music video, which was actually filmed in Cannes, but at a different time. It was before he was sober because apparently it was a two day shoot for the music video. Oh. <laughs> and um, Casual. the director like accidentally dropped the camera into the water. And so they lost like the whole first day of footage. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then they just, like, all partied and got crazy, and, like, Duran Duran was there, and, yeah. But um, I thought, like, it was a fun song to end on, and then we get to hear about how great Elton John is doing, and, yeah. I don't know. Would you like it? What would you think? Yeah, I really liked it. I, I, I gave it, I think, four stars on Letterboxd. I... Same. I liked it a lot more than Bohemian Rhapsody. I think I was kind of like leaning like 3.75 because like I recognize this isn't a perfect movie, but I had like a good time. Um, Mm -hmm. I think this is like, I mean, it's competitive to release things in the summer, but I think this is like a good like summery movie. So I liked it for that. I thought Taryn was really good. I would say, do you think that there's going to get, like, people have asked me about awards buzz, and I'm like, it's it's hard because it's so early in the year. Like, I feel like they should have done, like, a September or August release because, like, I think people are going to forget about it. If they wanted, I mean, if they wanted this to be, yeah, an awards play, I mean, you never know. Like, I feel like last year, like, lead male wasn't a very competitive category, but some years it is more than others, you know? So, yeah, it depends. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've kind of, like, as <laughs> when we were doing, like, award season stuff, I was like, ah, I feel like he could get, like, a Golden Globe nom. Yeah, I think he'll definitely And then get both Richard Globe. Madden and Taron would have. If you want. Yeah, the, I mean, the only really, the only real reason I want this to get awards buzz is because I'm not ready for this press tour to end, and I, I would like love it the hasn't awards been circuit. Long <laughs> it hasn't been. I'm like, why? Like, I'm like, is it because I've been like out of town? Like, I want to <laughs> see more like videos. Like, let's have them on hot ones. Let's like have them on podcasts. Hot like, ones I... just like rebooted, so you know, or restarted like the next season. So you never know; they could be on. Yeah, could be on the sketch 
Yeah, because even like Jamie Bell, I haven't seen him a lot out there. I know that his wife Kate Mara just had their baby though, so perhaps. Yeah. I know. But. I'm wondering if they, if uh, the reason that Taryn and Richard have been on the whole thing is, you know, maybe Jamie had to bow out this season, but we'll see. Yeah, there could be another chance yeah. come awards season. You should see it again. I think you should go tonight. I'll I think you see should. It again. Also, it'll get. Also, get you out of the house. Yeah, it is. To an air conditioned place. I do need to like do th- like I haven't been here all weekend. They're like I need to like do my laundry and like get my life together. Mm-hmm. But counterpoint, I could not wear clean clothes to work and go see Rocket Man. I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> a good option. It's an option. Uh, well, do you have any like final thoughts? Anything you want to share? Since I basically just rambled for seventy minutes. No, I. I it's nice to to listen to your thoughts and opinions, and you were clearly a lot more prepared for this than me. And you know, I mean, yeah, everyone should go see Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, is that your recommend? I have a different. Oh, one. Uh, you do yours first. I'll think of one. So I listened to the new Miley Cyrus and it is good and it is fun and there are some pop jams and I love Miley Cyrus. I haven't always loved her slash been a fan of her music, but I really like her new EP Mm. uh, that's out. And so I think everyone should listen to that Okay, because it's fun. There's a song with RuPaul, which isn't my favorite, but I think it's called my mother's daughter or something like that mm-hmm. and like it's a good song okay. and there's some other good bangers too i think so i miley i now i think my recommendation it feels like it shouldn't be this week's but we didn't record last week so i don't think we talked about that um i loved fleabag season two <gasps> yes so or just fleabag in general fleabag in general but season two is like very yeah. much my shit tm <laughs> yeah Hot priest. Hot priest. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's good. I watched Crashing uh, the other day upon your tweet oh, yes. recommendation. I think you texted us about it. Yes. Um, I, I only watch Phoebe Waller-Bridge now. <laughs> I haven't yeah, watched Killing, Killing Eve. Me neither. Um, yeah. I don't know why that one. I mean, that's not like a comedy, right? I'm much, I'm much more inclined to sign up for a comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of these, I'm going to watch Killing Eve soon. Okay. I promise. I will, too. We'll do it together. All right. Nice. Well, I guess that's it. Okay, bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.